Welcome, everybody, to the Reject Roundup podcast. This is me, Tony Kidd, and thank you for joining me. Uh, we are doing What to Watch Wednesday today, special edition, of course. Can't do this one alone. Oh, man, RJ, thank you for joining me. I have a cool episode that I want to title for you. Are you ready to join me? Yes, I'm actually ready. Very good. Yeah, just like I didn't know when to jump in. <laughs> no, I got to ask you. Yeah, wait, for the, wait for the ask, and then you can jump in anytime. All right. So this What to Watch Wednesday, of course, is in spirit of Superman and Lois. Season 2 had just started, just kicked off Tuesday, of course. January, I think the date is January 11th, if I'm not mistaken, is the date that's uh, this yesterday. I can't remember the dates right now. I apologize. But, you know, it's coming on board, if I'm not mistaken, correct? So yep. what I wanted to get in touch with you, of course, would be basically what's happening on what happened in Season 1. So... Let's get to it. The first season of DC Cowboys, the legendary couple, definitely have a good reason to gather, of course. It was an awesome, awesome first season, I think. Uh, first on hand, what did you think of the first season? Was it pretty good? I love the first season. I mean, from what I heard, uh, I believe HBO Max is in charge of this show. And so that's why he had better writers. Um, better understanding of the characters, mm-hmm. everything just better with uh, this show in the CW. Wow, did not know that. Yeah, somebody actually told me that while I was at work, and I'm talking to him, he was like, oh yeah, did you know this? And I'm like, no, not at all. Thank you for telling me. Yeah. No wonder it's so good. Yeah, very true. It is. It's actually a great season. Um, But I agree with you. I think when the first season came on board, uh. I was I was kind of interested to see what would happen. You know, you got the glimpse of the first trailer, and it felt different. It felt like a good, like, Man of Steel movie, but now a TV show with all the seriousness and how, you know, however adult tone it really set for the show. And I, I think that's why I kind of liked it the most. You think? The thing I liked it also is that it didn't feel like a comic book at all. Like, if they weren't... They weren't trying to build off the comics. They were trying to, uh, you know, do their own thing in a way. Mm-hmm. But what I liked about it most, it, it didn't feel like a soap opera at one point at all. Like the other CW shows are like pretty much too much drama and all that. Yeah. It felt like you were watching an actual uh, old school and new school Superman mixed together into one. I agree with that. I can, I can agree with that too as well. I like that. Now, speaking of that, Superman being a family man, of course. I think the story has always been said with Superman with having a child with Lois. Um, but it looks like he had twins in this season. Um, and then one, of course, the you know has powers, growing powers. The other one seemed to be regular human, of course. Now, how did you appreciate that story plot? I liked it and didn't like it, but... I like it because it makes sense that, you know, Polly, since Lois is human and Superman is uh, Superman, Kryptonian, uh, that it would make sense that Polly, the genes didn't affect all, both of them, you know, like, Polly Connor Kent has, uh, what he got from his dad's side is that he's a pretty good football player. Mm-hmm. Without superpowers, you know, he, he's good at what he could do. Um, he is a good journalist, so you can see that a lot of his mom rubbed off on him. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's, I think, Jonathan Kent, right? So Jordan is the one that had uh, Superman's powers, but also he has, and this is what I like about it, if you look at both ki- uh, kids, 
Jonathan reminds me so much of Christopher Reeves' style of Superman. While yeah. Jordan reminds me so much of Henry Cavill's style of Superman. Okay, I can see that. Where, you know, Jordan, he's always passionate, very sad once in a while. Yeah. Sometimes angry. Like, he's a well-developed emotional character. Compared yeah. to Jonathan, who's always more up-pitched. Um, he does get sad at some point, but he's more of the, like, Correct. I agree with that. I can. I agree with that assumption. I like it. But Lois too. What about you? Oh, uh, uh, that was good. I mean, <clears throat> what I like about this type of season, what I liked about most about this season is that I didn't know the story. You know, I, 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 I again, I think this story was unique in the sense that it's. I don't think there was ever told in a comic book about him having twins. Was there? No, I well actually I think he did in a different kind of book called the World's Finest. Uh, he has a son and a daughter, I believe. Okay. So yeah. And the daughter <clears throat> marries Bruce Wayne's uh, son, but the daughter gets murdered off. Oh hell no! By Lex Luthor. That's that. Nope. But I mean, yeah, I agree with. I mean, in the sense that it's being first told, and my my point is, is that. That's what treat that was was more intriguing to it. You didn't understand the story. You didn't know what. And that's why I like. I didn't know anything about the story. I knew Superman. I knew his. I knew what happened with him and Lois. They live happy ever after. And obviously, eventually, somehow, some way, in, in one dimension, she gets killed off, or her case may be. But for them to actually live in the prosperity of having a family, that's a story untold. So this is what's being told now. It's like, okay, this, everything's fresh, everything's new, what's going on, and I liked it. I liked the castmates. The sons were good for, you know, the teams, for uh, Clark Kent, of course, and uh, Tyler, the, the guy that's portraying Superman. Um, he even did a phenomenal job as Superman, I think, in my eyes, especially for the show. I did like the glimpse of the old-school Superman costume that he wore, I think, uh, in one of the little flashbacks. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of cool things that happen in this and I appreciate it. Oh man, RJ, you know me, I'm not really a, a Superman fan, but this one was good. This one hands down, I think was a pretty good CW show, but gladly that it's owned by HBO Max because they can kind of dab in and do some stuff in there. So I liked it. I really did like it. Really There's cool. one thing I want to catch you off on though. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, remember on the last time that I think uh, Gaynell was part of the like the CW superhero thing where they all teamed up? Yeah. Superman Lois only had one kid. When everything got trans like fixed up again and the worlds got back to uh, went to like Green Lantern had not Green Lantern Greenell had all the worlds come combined in a way. Yeah. I think that's how instead of having one kid, they ended up having two now. Okay, that makes sense. That, that was just a pothole that people might have been thinking, and I'm like, yeah, they might have, you know, a lot of things changed when they all got their worlds back. Okay. Good plot twist to it. I like that. Not bad. What about the return to Smallville? Now, obviously, the, the meaning of it wasn't really good. You know, the mom, stepmom, what, what's her name? Was it, uh, I forgot Martha her name. Kent. Martha Kent. There you go. Mar <laughs> Martha. <laughs> Gotta say Martha. Um, what's it called? Martha Kent passes away, and started leaving. 
She passes away, obviously makes the whole team, you know, go to Smallville. And they want to figure out what's the whole, you know, something's happening in Smallville, of course. And that begins the plot of why they're there. And it's also a good place for the kids to kind of learn their powers if both of them had powers or one of them had powers. Because I think at that time, they were trying to figure out who was the one who had powers. Am I correct? Yeah, I think their position was they thought Jonathan was the one with powers. Yeah. So they were trying to, like... Superman didn't want to go back to small, uh, back to Metropolis, knowing that you know his son is would be in so much danger going into where Superman always has to go out and fight. True. So he thought by going to Smallville, it would be a better uh, knowledge for him to be able to teach his son the way his stepdad taught him. Yeah, not bad. Okay, and then we get the glimpses. Of course, you get the little flashbacks. The futuristic, we see Lex Luthor, who actually really isn't the Lex Luthor of the currently in their timeline. Am I right? Oh, so when I saw that dude, I was like, man, he looks so familiar. But, you you know, he doesn't look that familiar because, of course, the characters are different within the comics and cartoons compared to him in this show. Correct. So I thought, and then originally Lex Luthor was a different guy and Supergirl. Uh-huh. So I'm like, what happened to that Luthor? You know, did they get rid of him? Is he still around? Because Superman is still part of Supergirl's world. Correct. So I'm like, oh, okay, so this is a Lex from a different world. And I was like, oh, interesting. And then you see that whole Superman became a bad guy thing in that world. And you're like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Right, exactly. What like, how did you see. This, uh, you know, this loop is a <clears throat> Well, at first, I realized that he was going to be the main antagonist in it. When they first brought him out and they did the flashback and all that stuff, I had a gut feeling that his purpose was going to be the main antagonist throughout the show. But I was happy enough to understand that, you know, he grew as a character in the sense that he was becoming a fan favorite for the team. And I think that was even even better, the growth of it. And the meaning behind of why he's, you know, you get to figure out what happened back in his timeline with his daughter and how the importance of why he's going back to try to kill Superman, thinking that he's going to turn evil on those guys, which it's a different story. But I liked it, man. I, I like the character. I, I appreciate what they put put out there for Lex Luthor. It's a different different area. And I think it's uh, it's a lot more stuff that they could dab into for season two that I'm looking forward to. So, especially uh, now that you know who the character is, you know exactly which he eventually comes out to be. I guess Steel might be. I don't know, but that's that's who I put out that. But that'd be cool. Yeah, he actually is. <laughs> uh, I want to uh, save up as we get along, but as we find out, uh, as time went by and more officials came around, uh-huh. he actually ends up being Steel, and that's pretty cool because it makes sense that he has a super powered suit on with mm-hmm. a hammer. Correct. Correct. That's why I kind of thought about it when I saw the hammer. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna be stealing the future. <laughs> that was a, that was a setup. Uh, what about Superboy in the making? A future Superboy in the making. What you think about that? I like that. I like the fact that you know, uh, I think he's gonna be under Superman's wing for a while. But I think Superman's gonna try to like keep him away from doing, uh, from trying to be a superhero like his dad is. You know, so I feel like. Season two, I believe his son's going to be more involved in uh, helping Superman. Yeah, true. 
Now, what about um? Uh, well, yeah, you know, it was. It's good. It's you know, it's. I'm not a Superman guy, but I mean, it's cool to kind of. I get to. I think. I think the whole teenage aspect of it is what annoys me the most. Like, boy, put your feelings aside. Stop being a little big baby. You know what I mean? And just get out there and fight. Like, what the hell you crying for? You know what I mean? Like, he did a lot of that. And um, I, I get that too. He had a. He, I think he's the only one that was ready to CW style. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you get you get all the whining and crying throughout the whole first season, and it's like, like bro, sniff up your snuffles, man. Your man goes. Your your father goes out there. And fights a freaking monster for a living and gets beat up to a pulp. And you really think he's crying and like, oh, my God, I'm going to die? No. The boy knows what's at risk. Don't you get that? Like, the hell are you crying for? So that's just me. That's just me on that, that aspect of it. But, you know, I'm a little critique on that point. <laughs> now, what about uh, who's this new villain that Lois is after? We get an understanding that she gets read into a lot of the deeds and all the money and all that kind of stuff in the background, you kind of get a glimpse of who's the villain of where she's going with. Organized. She, yeah, exactly. Organized crime. Who, who's that going against? How'd you appreciate that story part? I like that story. Morgan Edge. How, like, you know, at first he just thinks that he's such, he's just this powerful business tycoon. He probably, you know, he thought at first he was making people being them sick, but Little by little, you start realizing these people are having like strange superpowers, and they're like, "What's going on?" Uh-huh. And as the show develops, you see that he's actually transforming uh, those people. He's putting Kryptonian uh, brains, I believe, or something like that, inside these people's minds. Like he's having Kryptonians take control of these people. Yeah. And I guess uh it depends on the right body like if the body rejects it then that body ends up dying as we saw on the show right that that was a good writing right there i was surprised about that it was good i think it kind of they kind of i could see where they took it from they took it from the experiments of the what's that in uh teen titans not teen titans the freaking cartoon series man young justice Justice, when they were doing uh that the human matter or the anti-matter or something like that where Apocalypse was after? The human equation. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They took that... Ca- yeah, they kind of took that story plot and kind of, you know, in- interwined with all this in Superman season. So I, I like that aspect of it, of understanding and maybe creating more superhumans like S- Superman and trying to take over the world. Like, what if? That's the good thing. I think that was the cool, tw- cool twitch to that. So not bad there, but... Good idea. Now you get to understanding who is Henry I- John Henry Irons. So who is that old man, RJ? Well, we just mentioned him a while ago. He went from being Lex Luthor to being John Henry Irons, who turned out to be uh, <clears throat> I guess uh, originally he was a soldier who died in Superman's planet, and so when Steel showed up, he was actually John Henry Irons from his planet. Gotcha. That was a pretty cool plot twist, ain't gonna lie. I like that one more. That and also the villain's plot twist, too. Yeah, I said the doppelganger. You know what I mean? That's a pretty good one. Uh, Superman has a brother, of course. A stepbrother, am I right? Same mama? Yeah. Different pops, correct? Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how that ended up happening. Like, how she hooked up with that one guy. So it's like, as if... So the mom... <laughs> 
<laughs> she had, I guess she had an arranged marriage uh, prior to going out with uh, Jorel. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess Jarrell convinced her enough to be like, you know, let's have a real baby between me and you instead of having this, you know, this weird baby, <laughs> like, like your, like your first child. And hopefully maybe this will be better. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in her mind is like, you know, you weren't in love with this guy. So come with the guy you are in love with and have the kid that you, you know, true love kid. <laughs> the old-fashioned way, bro. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh. oh, okay, cool, let's do that. Yeah, exactly. Remember, <laughs> the one thing about Joel is that he, in different uh, storylines, he's actually came to Earth before. So I think Joel knew about how Earthlings had babies, and I guess he wanted to try that out up there, because up there, I think they're not made the same way as we are, right? Right, I think they're, they're grown, in a sense. I think they... You know, they take their DNA, kind of like now, like how they're created, sometimes created here. They need to be, if a, if a woman and a man can create a baby on their own, naturally, of course, they use the lab and the, you know, scientists help them out a little bit, connect the embryos, connect the, you know, the, the male stuff, and then obviously create the baby. So I think that's that's the case that was happening there. They were doing that in the mass production standpoint. So I think that's why they're like, no, let's get back to the... To the old ways, excuse me, and do it naturally, you know, which thus helped out Superman. But it seemed like, excuse me, that he wasn't powerful, as much as powerful as his brother. So that's also another kind of weird thing happening there. Like, so does that mean were the genetic super, you know, um, genetic beings of Kryptonians better than like the natural way? Is that why they started doing that? I don't know. That could be a plot twist to go that into. That could be a good question because imagine the power that this guy had afterwards, even when he was locked up in Kryptonian chamber type of thing. Right, exactly. So it's weird. You never know. Yeah, exactly. You never know. I think that's a question they should look into. Like, how come your brother was stronger than you when he was here too? But he's genetic, not life. So what's up with that, man? What's up with that, Clark? I don't know. You know, I got to figure out that and answer. The sad part is they deleted Yuri. Like all the answers we could have gotten, they destroyed that. So true. You will probably have to try to find a way to recreate the fortress of solitude. Right, which means the that's what we just said. Which kind of jumps to the next thing: the end of the fortress of solitude. If I'm right. Yeah. So how bad it's is? Kind of sucks because yeah. Torah tore that thing up. You know, I think it's Taro or Torah. I forgot his name. No, uh, Taro. 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 Yep. Yeah. So Taro. Uh, I think he convinced Superman to destroy it. I, I forget how it happened, but I'm pretty sure that either Superman or Tauro destroys it. And it's like, it's the second time in history of the Superman stuff that the Fortress of Solitude gets destroyed because the first time was a man of steel. Was it? If how? you remember when Superman uh, used a ship that blows up, uh-huh. That was the ship that had uh, Joel scored in it. Oh, that's right. That is correct. You're right about that. That sucks. And to me, uh, Russell Crowe is always going to be my favorite Joel. Yeah, I agree. I mean, too. Uh, he did such a great job playing the dad, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, what about you? What do you think? It sucks. It's stupid. I don't like that idea. I really don't. 
that's why I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, they could, uh, hopefully in the season two, they bring it back. Probably better, probably with his mom finally back in it, you know? Yeah. But you have to wait and see, like, how does he come up to bringing it back again? Right. They need to, because I think that's a big, important piece to Superman's, like, character. The, the 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 fortress of solitude needs to be present because it just gives him his history, but also helps with the future in some sense. And without that being there, it's like he's just I don't know, like it it kind of distinguishes his Superman character a little bit. Just saying, a little bit, a lot. Yeah, and I think with him, if they do bring it back, the small way would be that he finds. More crystals that kind of represent that type of uh, nature, you know, that type of building the fortress of solitude. Yeah. But in those crystals, he probably finds a way to add his mom to it. It'd be cool if he finally had his mom and that present in the chamber itself, in the in the fortress itself. Right. I like that better. Maybe we'll see what happens in season two. Now, we see the Superman story in flashbacks. What do you mean by that? Well, I remember like. At some point during the the show, uh, we start seeing everything that Superman went through as a kid, all the way to when he met Lois. Like you start seeing all these cool things, all these like flashbacks of Superman's uh, life oh, yeah. that we didn't, you know, that we didn't see within the show until then. And it was just like a pretty cool glance of who Superman was, how he met Lois, how he became Superman, uh, how Jonathan Kent died, and stuff like that. Like you got all these cool things. True. True, not bad there. It was a good story. That was a good setup. I, I, I remember that as flashback. It was good because you kind of felt bad for them when they were trying to have babies, but when they finally got pregnant, then it's like, oh, it's a miracle. Great job. It's, you know, and all that type of stuff. And you get to see the human side of it, like of how much he wants to have one and be a father too as well. And that, that appreciation. That's good. That's a good, I guess you could say, connection to the audience. Not bad. Good setup there. What about... You know, obviously, we talked about Steel, so they become, what, friends afterwards after a little battle between, was it another superhuman machine or something like that, or against the brother? Am I right? It was against the brother, but also because they fight each other when Superman, Lois convinces Steel to help Superman out, saying that, you know, he's not the same guy you know. Right. So Steel, like, he tells Superman, dude, you got to fight this, you know, get this, uh, get these ideas out of your mind and Superman will of course he starts using probably the one thing that uh Dr. Superman didn't have which is his kids and his family like he starts using his family to push forward and overcome uh Tal-Rol's, uh control over him true that was pretty cool I like that I like the little like flashbacks they see when again you know we're Superman flashbacks but then his kids, carrying his kids and all that stuff, his life with Lois. Yeah. Like, all that, and how he's, like, punching the ground. He's, like, pushing himself hard to, like, go back to who he is. Yeah, true. But also, too, as well, I think what it ended up helping, too, is just the understanding that this is a different timeline. You know what I mean? This isn't your timeline at all. You obviously know that because you're not the same guy. You're It's a whole different history. I get the anger in you that you want to kill Superman because of what happened with your wife, who was Lois, who ain't going to be your wife in this timeline. So why is it that you don't understand that point? And I think you get the realization from, like you said, the family members 
to finally show them and under, make him understand that, bro, this is different. You know, the last one probably didn't have all of this, but this one does. Let's change it. So, very good. I like that part. Now, obviously, the final showdown between Superman and the brother. What was that about? You know what I mean? What do you think? You appreciate that little showdown between them two? I like the fight scene on this show, the whole complete fight scene that they've had all over the place. Even with him and Skill and, you know, like other people he fought. Yeah. I think the fighting is way better compared to past Superman, except for Henry Cavill, of course, because I feel like Henry Cavill's Superman has really good fight scenes in his film. The bomb. But the this one is near the same uh, level of it. Yeah, true. Just as good level as his, because a little different than obviously Christopher Reeves, obviously Brendan Roths, Brendan Roths. I'm sorry, but yeah, a better, a, a good setup scene, especially for a TV production. You know what I mean? Movie production is different because obviously you get a, you get the last a, a lot more, you know, resources. But for TV production, this actually was up there to par. So yeah, I, I like that part too as well. And I think this is good for Superman. Like I, I believe uh, superheroes, of course, it's cool to have them on the big screen. But I'm also willing to watch them on, you know, on a TV series because I feel like you get to explore more with them on a weekly basis. And that, I think that's the one thing I loved about Man of um, Superman at all. It's like I wish they would have done a Batman series the same way, where a weekly episode would be different. And the one thing I like about this is that. You know, even though this guy was the main villain, yeah, uh, you didn't really get him until near the end of the second season. Like, if you look at it, uh, he didn't really come out to fight Superman much. Not like how, like, in the CW, you know, the bad guy, like, in Flash, Flash is getting torn up by this bad guy all over the place. True. And finally, you know, Flash overcomes him. Here is like, you know, they fought, like, at least three or four times before Superman put him down twice. Very true. We're good with that. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Hopefully season two comes on board. Now, on to the next thing. Expectations for season two. Oh, man, RJ. All right, so as we watched in uh, this past, you know, yesterday's episode, I don't want to say much yet. I want to keep it quiet until, you know, everybody watches it. But I do expect to see a lot from uh, Lois and Wayne's relationship with her sister. That would be pretty cool. There you go. Uh, she has a sister. I forget her name. Lana, I think, Lane also, or I forget her name. Lana Lane, yep. And then, because uh, there's also Lana Lane, who's not her sister, and that's that girl from, uh, she's in Smallville right now. Uh-huh. So, I like to see more of her relationship with the girl that's going to appear. She was in, uh, in Supergirl. So I like to see that. I like to see Supergirl make an appearance on this show at least once or twice. Correct. Me too. At least before she uh, before she dips out and not, you know, ends her ends her timeline as Supergirl. Yeah. Green Lantern would be cool to have him show up. Uh, John Stewart. Yeah. And I want to see who they choose as a woman for the next one. Like, who who can you go with? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything yet, but, you know, yeah. Who are you gonna go with as right. time goes on? Because even though we got this guy showing up, yeah. uh, as yeah. the episode progressed, just like in last season, you might be like, you know, flip the switch and I say no, it's somebody else. 
Very true. I agree. And it's gonna be it's gonna be intriguing to say the least. So we all what we have to agree with is that we gotta pay attention. <laughs> pay attention to the show. Tune in every week. Make sure you get a follow-up. Of course, on the CW app, you get the free episode. If you guys don't have, you know, cable TV or anything like that or for the channel itself, you can go on CW app, download it on your any devices that you have, and get the latest episode after the day of its, you know, uh, airs on air um, and get to see the episode full, full extent. So that's good there. Um, expectations, same as you, oh man, RJ. I just really hope that they continue with the good storyline that they have set up. Glad to hear in the beginning of the show that you stated before that HBO Max is somewhat in charge of that. So hopefully they got some good quality, you know, story and plots and twists, of course. And, you know, the production itself could be a set of an upgrade, maybe even a new costume, possibly just an upgrade on that. We don't know. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what leads to that, especially what's going on with the with the son. Is it uh, not Jonathan? But what's the other Jordan? Jordan's powers. Oh, you know, see. Oh, no, it's Lane's sister's name, Lucy. Oh, Lucy Lane. Very good. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, see what so, Jordan it's, is. Uh, Jordan. Jordan is the one of the superpowers. Very oh. good. Oh, that's another thing. I want to see Jordan explore superpowers more. Yeah, definitely. Put on there. Put on board. All right. Well, got a few minutes left before we end off. We got to end the show. Uh, oh, man, RJ, appreciate you again. Thank you guys tuning in for this What to Watch Wednesday, Superman at Lois. We truly appreciate you. Uh, hope you guys tune in, of course. Make sure you guys watch the first season as well as keep following up with Sexy Season 2. It's going to be great. Very great. Oh, man, RJ, end the show, big man. All right, Richard. As always, uh, thank you, Tony Fit, for doing everything you do for the show. Um, I want all the Rejects know that, I, you know, I appreciate all the things y'all do, all the things you guys do, like listening to our show, following us on the platform that we might be on. Thank you for that. We don't know what platform we're on, but you found us there. Thank you for finding us somewhere where we're not aware of and letting us know probably. Um, and thank you for listening to our show on any platform too. Uh, as always, I just want to have a good day, good night, whatever it is you're having at this moment. You guys have that.